This episode of App Slappy is brought to you in part by GoDaddy. Use the code APP1 at checkout. Save a couple of bucks on your domain. It's that simple. Go to GoDaddy.com. You are listening to App Slappy Podcast with Scott and Eric. Attention. Scott and Eric. No. Deep. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to App Slappy. This is App Slappy episode 41. This is the podcast for App Store addicts, covering all the hot news and reviews for your iPad, iPhone, or iPod touch needs. I'm Scott. And I'm Eric. And we're bringing you another show. Very exciting. On the on the eve of episode 42, which will truly be the end-all episode. But today, and regular. Yes, this, this is a big day, because Scott has his... I have my new pad. Yes, Right so here. I'm going to be over here taking a nap. Let me know when you <laughs> want me to get back on the mic. Chat room can see it. See chat room. Hello. What you got here? Very fancy. Uh, we'll talk a lot about the iPad today, as you may uh, guess. So there's no point in wasting time now. Let's get right to it. All right, let's get into the news. Really, there's only one piece of news that matters. Uh, well, there's really two, but the big one that matters this week is the iPad came out, and I have one. Yay. Good night, everybody. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, bud. Sorry, my son's in here getting chips. Yeah, you can have them. Take them down. Your mom may not like you eating them all. Pringles will give you the runny butt. <laughs> um, anyway, so the iPad comes out. came out on Saturday. Eric has, as we knew, forsaken the iPad so far, waiting for his 3G, his precious 3G I am model. The 3G. Which this one? This makes more sense for me. Which one are you getting? Middle, <coughs> 16, think, 32, 64, what? I'm thinking 32, because yeah. I don't know if I'm going to carry all my stuff on there. You know what I found out so far, and I'm glad I went with the 32. I've got the Wi Fi model here. I went with the 32 partially to save a little money, but also I had this notion. That since I'm not even filling my iPhone completely up at 32, I would probably not sync all the same music to this thing and use it in that same way and have the same amounts of media on there. And by far the biggest amount of stuff I have, I mean, I have a lot of apps, but mostly what I have is music. So on the iPad, I'm not going to have near that much. So I don't synchronize uh, like half the music I usually I used to do or I do on my phone. And as a result, I have tons of room, like tons so I'm not worried about it. I think 32 is the right choice. It's the happy medium. Normally, I'd be like, go for the bigger one. Like if the choices were 8, 16, and 32, I'd go 32. But yeah, the thing is, I you know, I, as far as my music listening, I, I still will be using my uh, my iPhone for that because it doesn't make sense to have you know have to. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to use it for specialized stuff. Like my daughter's got like a party thing she's going to do for her birthday. And I'm going to do some music. And instead of bringing my laptop and having all that stuff hooked up to these big speakers, I'm just going to hook it up to the iPad. And I love the iTunes integration into this thing. The actual media player stuff in here is really, really good. And I will just do that whole show from the iPad. And it's a brilliant device for that. I can't wait till there's more like DJ apps and, you know, faders and all this kind of stuff you could do. You could yeah, totally I want to uh, see you do some beat matching there, Scott. I'm unable to do that. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you don't know what beat matching is? No, what is that? 
Like when uh, when the DJ is playing a uh, uh, two like goes into another song. Yeah. He has to, you know, you see you see him like holding up one headphone to the ear, you know, and he's like kind of like spring the record. Yeah. What is he do- he what he what he's doing is he's actually trying to sync the beats. Yeah. So when he does a he does a transition, like a fade to the other song that blends. Oh, interesting. I always thought that was done ahead of time, but you're saying it's done on the fly. Uh, yeah, usually, you know, DJs are, yeah, because they, they don't have two turntables. They have, the, you know, one record and the other record, so. Yeah, good point. All right. Records. Records. Pa. Anyway, so it came out. My wife was good enough to um, head down to the Apple store early in the morning and wait in line for me. I was uh, like Phil on uh, Modern Family and stayed home. Uh, anyway, she went and she waited. Here's the great thing about Apple, and I mentioned this on our little preview video that's up on AppSlappy.com right now. Ironically, it's done on Ustream recording, so nobody on an iPhone or an iPad can actually watch it right now. <laughs> like, that video is unviewable on a portable Apple device because they don't support Flash. So there's just a little irony there. I could have done it in, in YouTube and it would have worked out, but I didn't. Anyway, the long and the short of it is this. She got it. She was in line with about 450 people. Her line had about 250 of those 450 people in it, and that was the line for people that had reservations. This is why these guys are so awesome. They come out to the line. They all have their own little iPhone with a credit card reader right down the side of it. They say, well, hello, ma'am. Did you have a reservation? We did. It was for a 32 gig. Ah, oh, great. I see it right here. Give me two seconds. They bring her the thing. They swipe her card. She's out of there. Amazing. Amazing how efficient they, those guys are. Anyway, got it home, got the thing charging, got it. Uh, well, actually, it was already charged, so I didn't have to do that much. But I got the thing syncing and moving all my stuff over. One really important tip to those who maybe want an iPad but haven't picked one up and you've already got an iPhone or iPod Touch, it can use your existing save profile from one of those devices. So it will say, now ah, we found a, a profile here that we can use, and it will put all your apps, your save states, your saves for games and, and other applications uh, if they're like to do things, it'll save the stuff that's in them and put that all on the, on the iPad really easy and fast. Uh, so that worked out great. And I have been loving it ever since. Uh, I know that there are, there are a couple of issues I have with it, but none of them are deal breakers. I'm super fond of this device. And I so think your, it's your, fair to say, your, your, your iPad is all charged up when you got it. Yeah, it was all charged, but that was true of my last phone too. So I think Apple kind of pre-charges that stuff. Before they put them yeah, on the but remember, you usually get a device. Make sure you fully charge it before operating it because it will... doesn't you know, even say it, that on the box. Yeah? Yeah. Should we give a charge tip for people? Uh, I've, been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of people confused about the whole not charging message. Did you hear about this? Yeah, it has to be on a powered port, a uh, USB port. I've heard some people with the same exact Power Mac tower that I have saying that the, the iPad isn't charging on one of the front USB ports, but mine is. So... Well, the funny thing is, is uh, I saw a a thing from Apple where this says that on a low powered, it can charge on a low powered USB port Mm -hmm. only when it's sleeping. Oh, when the when the so so when you awaken it, it stops charging and says it's not charging. Oh, weird. Okay, (laughs) it's kind of like it's kind of like you know the whole refrigerator light you know, is off when you close it, you know, is it on or off, you know? Well, it's funny. You never know when these new products come out from anybody, not just Apple, but whenever something brand new comes out and you have a lot of early adoption, you always kind of brace yourself for that first week when somebody says, 
Ah, the batteries are blowing up in people's pants, or the freaking charger won't work, or there's a big crack on some of the screens, or the, the backgrounds don't look right on half the models. You know, there's always these things that, that hit that first wave. And all I've heard about, as far as major technical issues, were, was this charging issue. Yeah, the, the, the thing is, is the Apple came out and said, hey, this thing needs a lot of energy to, to charge up. But it can charge slowly on a, on a lower-powered USB port, but it just won't, can't charge when it's awake. But it is charging when it is sleeping. Well, let me speak to another issue about charging. So the battery, I've been able to get about 12 hours out of it. Okay, so that first day I ran the whole thing down as long as I could, ran video on it the whole time, just to get just beat the crap out of it to see what kind of battery life I got. And with tons and tons of on, you know, on state use, I got about 12 hours. And that yeah, was, people that was have been impressive. going crazy about the battery life for, on this thing. Yeah, very happy with that. Well, as it turns out, one of the reasons people have complained, and this isn't really a complaint for me because it doesn't bother me, it's a trade off I'm willing to make, but they've complained, and someone in the chat room mentioned, that it's a little heavy for some people. So a, a pound and a half starts to get a little heavy in your hands after some time. And uh, I just assume it's because of the glass, right? And the aluminum. The aluminum's pretty light, but the glass is, you know, it's a heavy piece of, piece of glass on the front of this thing. And as it turns out, that's part of it. Certainly the glass does weigh a bit because it's, you know, real. It's not cheap plastic garbage. The, the guts of this thing that they tore apart on, I don't remember the site, but somebody tore this thing apart on some site somewhere to look at the guts of it. And a huge portion of the internals of this thing is the battery pack. There's two batteries in there, two packs, and they considerably add to the weight of the unit. And uh, again, I'm saying that's a good, that's a trade-off I'm willing to make. Longer battery life, nicer glass that isn't scratchy, crummy, you know, uh, like Plexi or whatever. Yeah, the only complaint I've heard about the weight is like holding it up, reading it like a book may get a little heavy for you. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't read a book I don't, yet. I don't. I don't. I haven't ever picked up one. But what I've, do you? What do you say to that? Well, I haven't read a book yet, but I can tell you that I've had it in my lap for long periods of time. I've had it held kind of like a book like this for long periods of time. I don't find it all that heavy. The truth is, if you're already sort of reading, uh, like hardback books, this will be light compared to your book. <laughs> um. So I, I don't really have a problem with it. Part, part of it, too, is I got this case so I can kind of rest it in certain ways that keeps it propped up while I'm still looking at it without having to touch it. So there's ways of sort of dealing with that. I think it's a small issue, though. I mean, if people are expecting a tiny little book reader, that isn't what this is. It's something else that also reads books. And that's probably the best way to classify it. The only other complaint I have... And again, this isn't much of one. Um, and there's, I mean, there's other little piddly things. No, no product's ever perfect, but... The case I got with it is this nice Apple case, right? It's got the, it's kind of half rubber, half like microfiber internal, blah blah blah, whatever. Uh, it collects tons of dust on the seams of this thing, on the edges, and that's just a case thing, and partly where I live. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but anyway, it's a small thing, not a huge thing. But anyway, I'm thrilled with it. Um, let me just talk about some of the features that I'm really impressed with. One, the battery life. Interesting thing. Oh, this is going to mention about the batteries. Uh, despite the long life of the battery, charging it is slow as dirt. So if you expect, like your phone, you can literally stick your phone on a USB port, walk away for half an hour, come back, and you're almost fully charged. And we're all sort of used to that. Not true with this thing. Even when you're going straight to DC power, it takes a lot longer to charge it. I'm okay with that. It's just different. So if you're expecting fast charges you're not going to get it um that said 
you're going to have to charge it way less because this thing just seems to last forever. I, mean, I watched two movies and wasn't even under 90% uh, after watching two movies in a row last night. So Wow. Yeah. Kind of Sounds like it's kind of like a, an overnight charge thing because you're yeah. only needing, I mean. Definitely. It's more unless, like a. Unless you're taking it to bed like you do. It's more like a, no, <laughs> it's more like a notebook computer. Um, maybe even slower to charge than that. So it's, a, it's, it's definitely slow. It's not your phone for sure. Um, but other than that, I like how it's built. I like the thickness and heaviness of it. I like that it feels like it's not going to break. It's like the phone. It just feels like a really well-engineered uh, piece of hardware. I wouldn't be surprised, though, with the second generation in a year or something. I would not be surprised if Steve gets up and says, this year's model is half a pound lighter. Like, that's going to be something they'll do. Not saying... I have any inside info because I don't. But yeah, you got to figure the first gen iPhone is heavier than the the 3G phones for sure, for sure. And you'll see something like that here. I don't think that means they'll skimp on like making it plastic on the back or something. At least I hope they don't, because I really like this aluminum. It's really really nice. I take it out, but it takes a while, and I don't want to waste yeah. any time. But uh, anyway, very very happy with it. That's the big news. Let's not leave the iPhone people out in the uh, dust, though. And by the way, the show is not going to become the iPad show. We're going to do plenty of coverage for all, uh, for apps for all the different devices and stuff. So we're not sort of stopping. Not, there. not until three weeks. So won't. Yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, you have to look at the saturation of the media in the last few days. Like this is all anyone's talking about. It's like the biggest story on anywhere, and that's just how it is. And if I'm going to get one, the first thing I'm going to do is just pound through the apps and. I've hardly even touched my phone. In fact, my phone seems ridiculously small in my hand now. Yep. Just because I'm That's used to playing with a big one. So iPad mini. Woo! Um, so we'll talk more about that as we get to some of these reviews. But I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, the browsing experience is beyond anything you've used on any kind of portable device, including an actual notebook computer. This, this rivals that and beats it, in my opinion. It is a sublime experience to browse the web in Safari on the iPad. It is a brilliant implementation, and that chip is freaking fast. Screaming fast. So uh, excited about what that means. I can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, let's not leave the, uh, like I was saying, the iPhone people out in the, in the dust, including us, I guess. Apple is holding an iPhone OS 4 event on April 8th, so that is not even yes. a week away. And this is where we'll find out if all the rumors are going to be true or not. Eric and I have been speculating, so have you, so has the web. Uh, here's what I predict. Let's have our predictions. I think background processing on certain kinds of apps is going to happen, and I think that will roll out to both the phone and the iPad. There's no reason that stuff shouldn't be on the iPad, especially with that extra battery life. There's no reason why we shouldn't be doing multitasking. It's just an issue of having an OS that can do it. Um, So I think that'll happen. I also think the new phone will... Uh, they're they're going to talk about 4.0, but I think they'll talk about a new phone, and I'll bet that new phone is based on this new Apple A4 chip or whatever it is. Is that, was that right? A4? Yeah, the A4. Yeah. I'll bet it's chip that. Chip made by Apple. I'll bet it's that chip. I'll bet we get better battery life out of it. Uh, and all the little incidentals, like the camera will be more megapixels and all that kind of stuff. Anything outside that list that you uh, predict for sure? Like well, your, like uh, your weird I think this is only talking about the uh, iPhone OS 4, not the new iPhones. So Yeah, but he'll make some. They have to say something about it. Probably not. They don't want to steal away from the iPad's thunder quite yet. Mm-hmm. It's still too new. Do you think that they'll talk about 4.0 in the context of here's what's happening with the phone and those features will also roll out to the iPad? Do you think there'll be any talk about the iPad at this event or are they going to just focus on the phone? 
No, no, no. This is this is not about. I don't think this is about the phone or the iPad. This is about the operating system, and it's going to be on both devices. Okay, and on iPod touches for those out there that have those. So, yes. So and I, I'm just I'm ex- I'm psyched because like once he like announces the whole multi, you know uh, background processes and whatnot, then all the other my phone can do this and this and this, and I and I'm I'm predicting it's going to be a whole new interface design uh-huh. so i'm looking at the screen uh screen real estate of the uh, the ipad uh-huh. you can fit so much more on there i mean there has to be some kind of cool interface thing he's thinking of or coming out with yeah i don't know i mean my my hope is that uh there's some changes that way but mainly i'm just looking for some i don't know i'm looking for the stuff we've been asking for for a long time like i think they finally should have copy and paste i'm just kidding <laughs> Uh, the chat, the chat room can see uh, where we have. I put up a little picture of the their little logo that they're running for the four O thing. Uh, seems seems exciting. So keep your eyes on the prize. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. And Gadget is reporting on it as are others, and we will certainly have stuff to say about it after the actual event. By the way, their tagline for this is "Get a sneak peek into the future of iPhone OS." So that's pretty specific to say iPhone OS. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it's I think it's gonna roll out to the iPad also. I, I maybe maybe they're gonna stagger the release. Maybe it's gonna come out for the iPhone first and then the iPad. I don't know. Do you think we'll still see phones by June? New phones? Uh, oh yeah, definitely new phones in the summer. It seems like if they were gonna do it this summer, they would talk more about that at this event to me. Because that's awful quick. That's like a month away. Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. You never know what Apple. You know, every time Apple has an event, there you know, we always are wrong on some point, or uh, you know, like you thought that he would like the whole iPad, like unveiling the iPad. You th- we thought he was going to talk about the iPhone 4.0 operating system, yeah. and he didn't even mention it. That's true. Rumors, rumors, full of rumors. All right. Well, that's it for news. Let's move on to the meat of the show. Brand spanking new. And first talk about some new stuff. Hey, guess what? Lots of iPad stuff on here. No. (laughs) So here's what is coming out or just came out uh, this week, along with the release of the iPad. This last week, I guess, this weekend. We rule on the iPad. Awesome implementation. They've been having some trouble, though. In fact, let's just for the fun for the chat room, see if we can log in. Uh, I've been I follow we rule on uh, Twitter and oh, apparently, do, they, do they keep you up to date? They do. And apparently um, uh, the Plus Network had a power outage. Power that took, outage? That took down everything. And then the servers were up and then they went down again. So that was the last I saw. Oh, it looks like we're up again. Oh, actually, it's just hanging. It's just hanging. Yeah. Well, crap, that sucks because I got a bunch of pumpkins going bad. <laughs> anyway... Pumpkins? Uh, yeah. You're still doing pumpkins? Well, I do them occasionally because they don't take very long. It's three hours. So mm-hmm. I know that I can do a bunch of pumpkins during the day, and that adds up. I've done the math. And then overnight, you do one of the long ones. I do peppers. I'm all about the peppers. All right. Peppers are gross. You, you haven't reached the peppers yet, have you? Peppers are gross. You don't like peppers? No, they're okay. All right. If they're prepared properly, I don't mind me some peppers. So iPad, uh, the version of We Rule out, and it is great. Great implementation, as you might expect. It's got great scalability. You can pinch and zoom and do stuff you can't do on the other one and just better use of real estate. And if you can look at somebody's entire city at a glance, 
without any trouble, without any scrolling. Uh, it's great. Uh, also out, and I picked this up too, even though I already had the iPhone version, Plants vs. Zombies for the iPad, or as they're calling it, PVZ HD. <laughs> you love it, the right. HD. Yeah, the HD is happening across the board. That game went uh, to nine ninety nine for that version. Dude, you're spending some money, aren't you? I know. I feel a little bad about it, but I really wanted to try it, and it's great. Is it the same game, or did they add a couple more? Uh... I don't know if they added anything or not. I've not seen anything yet that says, oh, look at the new stuff. But it's definitely a high-resolution, very nice-performing version of that game. And that is a great game. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highly recommend that. I'm not going to review it again, but I'm going to say it's great. <laughs> uh, Warp Gate HD. Um, this was originally slated for the iPhone. has been talked about for a couple of years, I think. They've been working on this forever. It's an RTS set in space. Supposed to be really cool. I've been tempted. Haven't picked it up yet, but it came out on the iPad first, oddly enough. So we're seeing that in a couple of cases, kind of like the uh, the Netflix app came out, and it's great too. Oh my gosh, that thing's great! Uh, oh, dude, you're gonna love that. Can't wait to talk about what you can do on Netflix. But anyway, I mean, it's it's Netflix. It's not you no. Know, there's no amazing features outside. In fact, it just looks like Netflix in every way. It's like using the website uh, to pick your movies and set your queue and everything else. But playback is great. It is clean, smooth, awesome. Oh, I saw that little demo you did on that one night. Where I did Iron Giant. Yep. Yeah. Which we didn't really just saw the title. Hey, you're in your. I can hear you, and we we roll. <laughs> that game is insidious. Oh, I was got failed to deliver. That was uh yeah. Thanks, Zach Adams. It's not your for not fault. delivering those dresses, huh? Oh, is that what that means? Why did I think it meant? Whenever I get a failed, I thought it was something I did wrong. No, uh, I well, what, what happens if somebody makes an order and you accept one? Yeah, and your order can go bad. Believe it or not. Oh yeah, because of time, right? You don't want to take too too much time to accept yeah. it or, or go in and get it. Pandora's, yeah, she uh, she delivered my uh, stone blocks. Mm, very nice. So you're getting in okay then? Yeah, I'm okay. All right. Uh, also, this week, Desktop Connect. I have a review of that today. It is a remote desktop client for the iPad so that you can control a network full of computers, PCs, and Macs anywhere, anytime, $11.99. Dude, get out of that game. I can hear you playing it. (laughs) You're such a geek. Uh, Very, very cool. Can't wait to talk about that. Depict followed up with there. I mean, that's another thing we've been playing like crazy. Yeah, how's that on the iPad? It's really good. So is the so is the original version. To be honest, it scales up hey, just fine. There's, there's, there's somebody behind you. Stalk. Daughter, she's don't, don't look. She's stalking me in here. Depict dollar ninety nine. The big difference here. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I well, the off. biggest difference is they're charging for it. But <laughs> yeah. the, there's a kind of a problem, and that's fine. Tar- paying for that is fine for me. I do not mind that at all. But they launched it's not a bad it. price either. No, it's okay. It's okay. And the other one was free, right? The iPhone one. Yep, yeah. except for you paid for that stupid round one. You didn't oh, like. Dude, that's a dollar I'll never get back. Uh, although they say they're improving that. I haven't tried it, but I'll have to check it out. But Depict for the iPad is definitely just a bigger version of the game and is definitely easier and more interesting to play at that scale. Uh, same art style, same everything, really. The only thing really missing at this stage is they don't have integrated support yet for uh, OpenFaint. So... 
No open faint. Yeah, the open faint's not ready yet. So you're in there as a guest with everybody or just some fake Oh, uh, you're still playing online with people, but you're just, you don't have a username. Right. There's no connection to your friends list or any of that. And it says right on the bottom, they don't have open faint support yet because open faint doesn't have their quote unquote engine ready for the iPad. So anyone who uses open faint supposedly is waiting for open faint to finish their stuff. But I've seen a couple of games using OpenFaint just fine. And I think what they're doing is they're just using the iPhone architecture for OpenFaint. Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I just don't know why Depict isn't doing that yet. Maybe they're waiting for something big and awesome. And I don't know what. But anyway, I'll keep, I'll keep playing that. It's good. Two bucks is not a lot of money for that. And it's a, such a fun game. But since I can't pick the friends, there's um, you know, a lot of wieners and cheaters going on. <laughs> Weeders, I call them. <laughs> Things for the iPad is out. I'll be talking a little bit more about that later in the show. Things is the task management software that I love and I've got on my iPhone and my desktop. And I was super stoked to try it out uh, on the iPad. And I did. So we'll talk about that more. And then tons more. A whole bunch of other stuff. A bunch of new news readers. I mentioned Netflix. New version of the IMDb app is out. And it's great. Great implementation of imdb something interesting before we move on to the stupid app of the week eric the these applications many of them are ipad only like like with plants versus zombies there's a version for the ipad and there's a version for the iphone and you and i had always had this question well are they going to just have like a dual binary kind of system or will they be whole new apps and that's the only way they can be or will they be something else entirely and as it turns out it can actually be either or and it bugs me just a little bit on the one hand. But on the other hand, I understand they want to make money and it costs more to develop for this platform or whatever. But Plants vs. Zombies could have just done dual binary update and then suddenly had that same download work for both. It kind of gets in there and says, oh, he's got an iPad, so here we'll present this on the iPad. Or, oh, he's on the phone. Yeah, can you tell me this, though? Are the applications the same size in uh, megabytes? Uh, in the case of... There's two examples that I compared it to. The IMDb app is dual binary, and it has not changed a bit. Yeah, but that's just an interface thing. No, you're right. You're right. It's all interface vector stuff. It's not. It's not a it's bunch pulling of pulling something from a source, and it's just displaying it. Plants right. and zombie. And Plants that ca- zombies has actual like artwork and assets and like that. No, you're totally right. If I was to pull over Plants vs Zombies, that would be an issue because. Uh, they would have higher resolution assets and that would make it bigger. No question for sure about that. Um, but, and I'm not saying they, I, 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 all I'm saying is they could do it this way and they've chosen not to. And I don't blame them necessarily. Well, I think it's fine. For a person who does, who only, who, for a person who's not getting an iPad, I wouldn't want like the extra, uh, the extra, you know, space taken up on an application that has to have higher resolution assets taking up the space on my phone. Right. That kind of like, what the, what's going on here? Yeah, no, it's fair. It's a fair thing to say. So all the interface stuff, it's true. That's what I'm seeing mostly here is the interfacey stuff is just converting right over and the other stuff they're going with whole new assets. Like for example, they could have totally taken we rule and made that dual binary because it's already free, right? It's not like they're charging more for it. So that argument goes out of the way. I think they chose not to do that in this case because it does mean making that a much bigger package to, to distribute. So anyway, 
Yeah, that, that just I kind think, of answers think, that question. I think you just have to be smart with the pricing. I mean, like having Plants vs. Zombies is up to 10 bucks. I mean, as I said on the last show, if there's some way to get a discount for people who've actually purchased the iPhone application, it would be fantastic. Yeah, an upgrade path would be great. Something, something like in-game app pur- or in-game purchases or in-app purchases. Yeah, that's like a no-brainer. Say, yeah, just say, like, oh, hey, I want to upgrade. Versus, you know, iPad version. Yeah, all you'd have to do is open that existing game on the iPad, which I did, and it does look miles better than the phone one on the iPad. I mean, uh, and give me a little button that says upgrade for another five bucks or something, or you know, just make it less, less of a double ding. Yeah. But then again, I went ahead and bought it. Of course you did. <laughs> and so are most people because that is a that is a really great game. And PopCap knows they can sell that thing like crazy and be one of the highest grocers on the on the platform. So I don't know. People people sell what people pay for. It's as simple as that. Uh, things is pretty expensive at $19.99. You could argue that uh, they're making a bunch of money on that. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, that's one of those apps where they probably could have gone dual binary, but they're yeah, also... I don't see a lot of graphics going on in that one. Yeah, but they're also a small company trying to make money. So anyway, I... Uh, I'm, Dude, they charge 50 bucks for their desktop application. Yeah, but I'm if I, I'm talking just phone and iPad. I, How much is their, their iPhone is what? iPhone's 10 bucks, yeah, 9.99. So I'm going to compare... Uh, today, my review will be less about price and more about functionality. But there's no question that they are a premium app seller. I mean, they, they're they selling their stuff for more than most. Uh, the question is, is it worth it? I'll tell you here in a minute. Okay. Stupid app of the week. In a world where complete morons develop apps, it's the stupid app of the week. Derp. All right. Stupid app of the week this week. Fart boxing. Fart boxing, Eric. What is fart boxing? Fart. It's not even boxing. It's fart boxing with an apostrophe. Like it's all street and cool to say fart boxing. $3.99. It's a, this is their tagline. $3.99. Yeah, it's a rip. It's for the iPhone. This is what you, yes, you have been waiting for your entire life. This is them talking to you. The two best things in the world put together. Not chocolate and peanut butter, silly. Farting and beatboxing. Fartboxing <laughs> is the app that combines all the fun and nostalgia of old school hip hop and mashes it up with the great sounds of gastrointestinal problems. Dude. Nice. You want to do a little rendition of uh, fartboxing for us? No, because I didn't buy I'm not spending $4 on that. No, no but man. can you do one just like a freestyle for us? Uh, No. Give me a beat. Can you give me a beat? No, beatboxing, you're doing a beat. Yeah, but you do that part. You'll be There's two of us there, and you're beatboxing the beat. <laughs> and I'll do the fart part. Ready? Okay. <laughs> okay, just as I suspected, your your beatbox sounds like a fart. Anyway, so you're... Probably not my end the microphone. That's pretty okay, good. Okay, where's your farting? Where's the farting? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Anyway, so if you want the mix of nostalgic old school hip hop mashed up with fart noises, this is your chance. Fart boxing, three ninety nine. Stupid, stupid, stupid app of the week. What the French? Dès les premières, 
Patrick here with your weekly What the French from the streets of Paris, where the iPad is not yet available. And not only that, you made fun of me last week for bringing up a perfectly good game that you guys I know have been playing for months, but some people might have missed, so I mentioned it in an email, not in a proper segment. This, plus no iPad, makes me sad. But you know what makes me happy? The iTunes U section of iTunes, and that's the topic of today's uh, What the French iTunes U is lectures from different universities, and I will recommend that you go watch Justice with Michael Sandel from Harvard University. It is super interesting. I'm sure you will be riveted when you watch. Just try 10 minutes. It is awesome. And best of all, it's free. Why not take advantage of the best minds in the world teaching you for free? Go there, iTunes U. It's amazing. Try it out. All right, that's it. I'm going back to sulking because... I don't have an iPad. Bye, guys. Did we make fun of him? I don't remember that. Yeah, we made fun of him, like, uh, talking about an app we reviewed months ago. Words with Friends, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, people. I have to say I'm sorry. I've been denying games now on Words with Friends. I've been... I don't don't know if you should feel bad. I've been... I'm way behind on, like, uh, my Depict and my We Rule friend invites are in the hundreds and hundreds now, and there's such a no, pain. No, it's not like I'm, I'm denying games. I'm like, people are like, hey, you want to play it? And I'm like, uh, no. Oh, actual games, yeah. Because I have like 40 games going on, and I just can't do anymore. I was really hopeful that uh, Words with Friends would have a free version for the, uh, the iPad as well, because they have the paid and the free for the phone, mm-hmm. but they just have the paid for the iPad, which is... Kind of obnoxious. I, no. I, I How much is it? I have to go look, but I, I, I think it's like four bucks or something. But all I'm saying is it'd be nice if they, I mean, maybe they don't believe in that ad supported version anymore. And this is just their chance to break out of that. But uh, it is, yeah, four ninety nine. Yeah, I had, I had, you know, I had to buy the, uh, the, uh, ad sub, the, uh, the, the paid version of Words with Friends because I got sick and tired of seeing that dude with his shirt off flexing his muscles, you could look like this every time I made a move. And it was like, oh, okay, finally you got me. I'll, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, according to the HD version, you can play <laughs> up to 20 games simultaneously, chat in real time, which I think you could do on the other one. Uh, yeah, you can, you can chat. Did you, see what, did you see what Scrabble did with theirs? I heard it's amazing. I hear, yeah, I hear it's really good. So the full screen version is, or the HD version is supposed to be really cool, but they've gone ahead and released a free add-on for your iPhone that is your word tray, uh, your letter what? tray. Yeah, so you that is ridiculous. <laughs> it's free, so it's no big deal. But you can have wait, 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 wait. Can you could you so you could have your iPad? Could somebody else could you be playing against somebody else in the same room and they have their iPhone in their tray? That uh, type of thing. That I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works, but uh, let me see if I can. Actually, I, f- I think it could work because you're playing off the same board, right? Yeah, yeah, you're playing off the same board. By the way, it's n- it's on sale for the iPhone for two ninety nine for the uh, <laughs> for the for the full game. Um, but the somebody Scrabble- in the chat room said, "Why don't you just get the real Scrabble game if you're going to do that?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. It makes a good point. Oh yeah, see, I see what they're doing here. Connect and play up to four devices. Flick your tiles onto the iPad board. Oh, my God. Dude. 
I mean, it's it's a free add-on, so who cares? That's kind of awesome, though. Yeah, I guess it's cool. It's cool because it's tweaky and fun, but whatever. The iPad version is high on the grossing list and is reviewing really well. So uh, thanks for bringing the controller. Everybody's raving about the phone integration, so whatever. I guess I'll go, just, EA, go EA. Huh? Maybe I should get this and try it. I don't know. Ten bucks again? Ugh. iPad's going to break me. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to buy that yet. Anyway, there you go, chat room. You can have a look at it. Um, all right, where were we? Fox we're fart, fart boxing. Fart boxing. Oh, I want to say the thing about the open faint thing. Yeah, dude, to add somebody as a friend takes so long. Really? Like if you to to approve somebody? Oh, you mean to select their name, go through that? Yeah, it's a pain. It's a huge pain. I dude, I have I, I like have over 150 requests, and like I'm I do 10 at a time because I can't handle. <laughs> I have 485 right now, and I'm and I one night spent. I've already approved like 200, so I can't do I can't do it anymore. I hope whatever open faint version we're all waiting for is really good, and let you. I just wanted to like approve all button. It's not that hard. I know that'd be awesome. I don't understand. I know they're not making this for people that suddenly get a rush of 400 people. <laughs> I understand that, but I, one by one, come on. Even if I had 20 people, that would seem way over the top to make me do that. It's really slow. So open faint, get on it. And actually, it's not that much easier in plus plus either. Plus plus is quicker though. You go boop, 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 boop. You can go down, approve, approve, approve. Mm. Boop, boop, boop. All right. Excellent. I like the mock. I like your moxie. Okay, let's move on to our update corner this week. This is normally like the domain of Eric, but no. No, we're changing it up. I'm going to talk about it. So update corner, lots of updates came out this week in anticipation for iPad release. And that meant a lot of apps that were going to go dual binary uh, kind of went this direction. A few of note were things like Evernote, uh, Twitterific is not actually a dual binary. It's two versions, but they have the free versions on both platforms. I don't remember what was missing in the iPhone version, but it, in the iPad, the the little carrot they dangle out in front of you is that if you get the $5 upgrade, you get to be able to do multiple accounts at once, not just one Twitter account. And I guess that's cool, um, but I'm not doing that. I'm waiting for Tweety to do whatever they're going to do. Um, because I'm still kind of a Tweety fan, and I still kind of prefer Tweety, even the iPhone version on the iPad. So is that what you use still? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. The thing is, this is an interesting point, dude. Um, there's not a lot of reason to use Twitterific, or excuse me, to use Twitter on the iPad. I mean, I, of course, there's reason. But if I have an iPhone, I'm so much quicker with the iPhone version. Like, it's just bam, bam, bam. And it's partly because I'm used to it. But also, I just think it's, I don't know. I think it's better suited for that sort of thing. And also, I'm getting pictures and video and other stuff. You know, these are some of the things where people would say the iPad is weak. It doesn't have some of this, you know, ability to bring in media and then share it. Um, And I guess that's a fair, that's, you know, it's a fair, you know, contradiction between the two devices. But I just, Twitter is not a fun thing to do on the iPad for me, necessarily. I mean, maybe something like Tweety will come out with a version that'll just blow my mind. But at this point, I'd just rather pull out my phone. Now, if I'm already on the iPad doing other stuff and I need to tweet something real quick, great. That's great. But I'm not using it like I use 
Tweety. And again, it's probably just an argument for Tweety more than anything else. And these guys just don't do it as good. Tweet Deck is pretty good uh, on the iPad. They put out a version of that as well. Um, anyway, I, but I wanted to also apply that same kind of thinking. So I run a lot of WordPress sites. AppSlappy.com is running on WordPress, right? Yep. And there is a WordPress, WordPress app for the phone and for the iPad. The iPad version came out a couple of days ago. I think that one's dual binary as well. On the phone, it made tons of sense because using, the, using your admin control on a website to update stuff and add things or whatever, huge, enormous pain in the butt on, in Safari on the iPhone. The app makes it much, much better. On the iPad, it's total opposite. I can, I can manage any WordPress site using Safari directly faster and more efficiently than I ever could with WordPress as the app. I mean, it's not even close. It's not even in the same ballpark, uh, which I just, I don't know. I found that kind of interesting. And I'm finding that to be true across the board a little bit. If somebody has a website, like somebody said, are you going to make an iPad version of your comic app? And my thoughts before the iPad came out was, oh, heck yeah, dude, we want to scale up, we want to have something awesome. We're totally going to go that route. Then you use it, and you go to the site on the, on the, in Safari, and you realize that's the experience you want people to have. Like, it's just go to the site. So even the IMDB app, which I really like, and I think they've vastly improved, and I think is perfect for the handheld, the way they've done it, for the iPad, it's just kind of dumb because you because the iPad can go to IMDb and use it the way it was intended to be used in the first place. Same data, same access, same search, same everything as the as the regular website, which is a more robust, rich experience than the app's going to be because the app has kind of boiled it down to like the eight most important features of a site. You go to there in Safari, you've got all the features of the site and then some. Yeah, I saw your uh, tweet about WordPress. Yeah how you said like the website was like using it on the iPad as a dream. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, just using, using, using anything in Safari uh, on the iPad is just better. Like it's just a better experience, a better browsing experience in every way. I can't even think of a better way to browse. I don't even like, I think it's better than using a computer with a mouse and keyboard in terms of just usability and whipping around and checking stuff out. Because think about it, on the phone, you're constantly double-tapping to zoom stuff out, turning it sideways to read the text, pinching and zooming and stuff. And it's great for phone, dude. Don't get me wrong. It's the best phone browser, period. But on this bigger piece of real estate, you're getting full-page content. You're not getting stuff squished or mushed or having to zoom in very much or any of that stuff. You can still do that, but there's no real reason to. So why have an app? that goes to myextralife.com and pulls out comics when you could just go there and get the whole thing, including the blog and videos I post and ways to leave comments and go to the forums. I mean, all that other stuff is there and it feels like a web page in the way that a web page should feel, not all scrunched and goofy. So I'm arguing for, I, I don't, how do I put this? I think some of these app developers are going to be a little bit sad about this because the incredible power that their mobile app was giving them on a mobile device becomes dumb on the iPad. This becomes like a dumb idea. Now, I have a couple of examples where that's not true. And I think this, there's a really important distinction between them, and I'll get to those in a sec. But anyway, that bears mentioning, like I just mentioned. Um, okay, 
Oh, just a, some more notes here. Evernote got updated. If you're a user of Evernote, really nice implementation. They're using the real estate to some serious effect. I like it better than the desktop app. Totally cool uh, what they've done with Evernote. Nice. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, other apps like Bug Me, I mentioned IMDb. These have all had these same kind of updates. Um, and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it now. The difference between, I or uh, let's say, the WordPress app on your phone and the and the iPad is what I've said. It's just easier to use the browser, and it's a better, richer experience. Where that you might say, well, what about the BBC News app? And you might say, oh, well, that is probably better on the you know or better in the browser. And it's true, you can go to BBC.com and just see it all there or whatever. But what's happening is those guys and like NPR, they're putting out apps that are really rich in stuff. So it's not just simply tying into the content and displaying it in some widgety way on your on your iPad. They're giving you all kinds of audio links and video links. And they've just mined it way deep down to create a, an experience that is more than the sum of its parts. It's not simply what you could get on the website. It is much more than that. It's fast. There's tons of audio content, especially on the NPR one, live radio on the BBC one, like a lot of sort of mixed media. And I think that's the key here to make these things be important to people. So if you really want that WordPress app to be important to me, they've got to do something to it to make it so it's somehow more unique or better than using the the browser-based version. Otherwise, it's kind of it's just watered down and dumb. Um. Anyway. I think I've way overmade my point, but you get the idea. So your point is they shouldn't do just a direct translation from the iPhone. Yeah. Because the browsing experience on the iPad is much better than just taking something they did on the iPhone because. Yeah. Most importantly about what you just said, though, is that just doing what you did on the phone, but doing it bigger because you have more space isn't the answer. Like suddenly you have more room so I can put comments over here and a thing to post in the middle where before you had to choose a menu to go do those two different things. That isn't enough. Yeah, you have a whole new interface you're working with. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and use, this, use the screen space. Use it to the best. Use it to the best you can and then add things that you couldn't do otherwise on the web because that's going to make the difference. Otherwise, it's just kind of dumb. And I realize this is early. These guys are just poop, pooping out the first thing they can do to, to get their day and date and get people's eyeballs. I totally get that and that's fine. But uh, I think over time you'll see. It's like it's like the early days of the app store on the phone. Remember some of the crap that came out? Just like garbage apps that didn't work yeah. or were just stupid games, snake games, all that kind of garbage. And then it got real good real quick. It'll be like that. I have to say, I'm pretty impressed for being a 1.0 device, uh, how slick some of the stuff coming out right out of the gate is. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just like too. blown away. I think some people got a little help from Apple. I don't know that for sure, but I think they did. I don't know. Could be. Uh, all right. Reviews. Reviews. All right, let's talk about reviews. You want to talk about reviews? Let's do it. Okay, first up for me, I'm going to just mention. Are these all iPad? These are all iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly touch my phone other than Twitter and just like calling people this week. I, I know that's not going to be the permanent way things go. I'm not going to be jogging tomorrow don't, morning with my don't iPad. Don't worry, people. We're not giving up on the, the iPhone. No, of course not. We're just excited, or Scott's excited about the iPad this week. You're pretty excited, aren't you? I don't have it, but I'm excited, but I'm not like, oh, let me review this iPad application that I've never <laughs> used. Good point. That's why I'm doing most of the talking this week. Next week, Eric will talk like a madman. Trust me. 
because I won't talk about iPad stuff as much. Anyway, Plants vs. Zombies HD, just a quick mention. Better game than any version I've played, including the iPhone version. Uh, they do claim some additional features. For example, let me bring this over and read it. Four game modes, adventure, minigame, survival, and quick play. Those were all in the other one. Eight, uh, 19 minigames, including buttered popcorn, only for the iPad. So there's something new there. Um, that's it. <laughs> buttered popcorn. <laughs> what is that? Can you, I haven't, can I haven't you expound to on that mode, Scott? I haven't gotten to it yet, so I don't know what that is. But uh, I'm excited to find out what. Uh, it's great. I love it. It's just fun as crap, and I'm just whittling away time on that game. It's just brilliantly wonderful. Uh, but I won't spend too much time. I already gave that thing a review of like four and a half stars last time. I'll stick to that same score. And it's just, if you have an iPad and you just have 10 bucks is all you ever want to spend. It's probably the best 10 bucks to spend right now in my mind. Okay. Let's talk about desktop connect. This is a very interesting entry into, um, the iPad this week. And it's, it's surprised me. It was actually a recommendation from Tom Merritt over at CNET who said, Hey, have you tried this desktop connect. And I said, well, what does it do? And he says it uses the VNC protocol to connect your iPad to any uh, computer in your house. And I'm using it on Mac, so I can't speak to the PC side of things, but it's supposed to be able to do both. And this thing will connect to multiple uh, Macs, or in my case, Macs throughout the house. So I get like say three Macs on this thing. And it lets me do full desktop control remote administration control over the desktop and it works like a champ as you can see one of these screenshots someone's actually playing solitaire in windows um uh, on their ipad but anyway the keyboard has full functionality the mouse has full functionality you can pinch and zoom if you have a giant display and a high resolution you can pinch and zoom to be the best fit uh for the ipad it's really really awesome like, if I'm somewhere else and I need to, like, shut this thing down from somewhere, I can do it. I can literally put it to sleep. I can shut it down. I can open applications. How's the setup for it? Is it, is it hard? Simple. You go to your settings. Well, I don't know about the PC side because I didn't read the instructions. I have no idea how they do that stuff over there anymore. Um, but you literally go into the sharing options in your settings for gotcha. OS X, and you enable remote management, and that's it. You're good to go. You're good to go. You need to specify things like letting it control the desktop and letting it, you know, close applications and things like that. Because there's you have different... to pretty much give it permissions, uh, right? To, so right, what right, it could right. do. Right now, it's not perfect in that it's, you know, you you move your your finger around and that moves the mouse, but it isn't it isn't like a pixel to pixel perfect position for the mouse. You get used to it real quick, but. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like you'll, you'll put your finger just about anywhere, and the mouse always stays sort of centered on the screen. And so when you move it to the right and you want to close something, your finger's not really where the close is, but you've moved the mouse. It's almost like if you had a, like a, a bug in the middle of a painting. And everywhere you wanted to put that bug, you didn't move the bug there. You moved the painting around behind it to be where you wanted the bug. Does that make sense? Is that how the interface is? No, it's not like that. It's, but that's kind of the net effect of it. So there's some of that stuff's hard to get around. I don't even know how they do it different than that, to be honest, because the whole mouse moving thing is a very different animal. And when you're just poking around the screen, it just doesn't work the same. Besides, you're using your finger to scroll a lot, not just do mouse functions. So there's some, I don't know, there's some 
There's some stuff there that maybe they could improve on, but I, after playing with it, I realized well, this is probably what they're forced into, into doing. Um, but for the things you'd want this for, like quickly logging into something or, or transferring a file or even sending an email real quick from some client on that remote computer, which would be dumb because you just do it from the iPad. But anyway, all that kind of stuff, super simple to do. And I picked it up so we could review it on the show. Is this I, the same one that's, that's used in the new Apple commercial? I don't know. Maybe. They have, hey, Bob, can you send that thing? Blah, 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 blah. He does a remote application on his iPhone. Oh, maybe this is it. I don't know. Well, it's, it's 12 bucks, eleven ninety nine, And if you are any kind of dude that has to have remote access to computers on your network or on a Wi-Fi network or however you're going to do it, great solution for you people. Tomorrow I will test it remotely Ooh, to see how that that's, does. That's the big key. That's the big... Uh, yeah, that's the... Does that's, it work over 3G? It's supposed to work... I don't know about that. I don't know about 3G because nobody's talking about 3G yet, but it's supposed to work from any other network I'm on. Well, I would guess that that makes sense since the 3G's not out yet. Right. I just have to do like static IP stuff and it's like all... It's like any normal desktop connect stuff you have to do. You know, like any of those other things, they all work the same way. Anyway, I'll test that tomorrow and see how that goes. I'm going to give that, uh, I'm going to give it three and a half stars. And I would give it four if they'd knock that down to like five bucks. You know what I'm saying? Twelve bucks. A little pricey. High. A little bit. But, but it's also kind of my stance that people are going to be experimenting with higher prices on the iPad to see what people are willing to do. And um, I don't know. I hope they go down. Did you just turn a fan off? Uh, my AC. I have central AC. Oh, that's AC. what that was that whole time. I could hear like a in the background. <sighs> yeah, that's a... Uh, Good times. Hope the people at home The weather's warm it. back here, son. We're getting a storm tonight. It's supposed to be eight inches of snow by morning. Shut up. I'm not kidding. Lame. Are you serious? Lame. Yeah, one last storm. One last blow through. Weak sauce. Wow. All right. Moving on to Things HD. It's not really called Things HD. It's just Things for the iPad. Oh my gosh, you're going to get snow. Yeah. Of course uh, it's I am. gonna be uh you, you know you know you know how hot it's gonna be here tomorrow? How? Seventy nine degrees. Yeah, but see it'll blow through here, it'll go back west, and then we'll be fine. We'll be back up in the sixties and seventies. So not worried about no, it. No, <laughs> your whole week's looking pretty bad. Well the whole week's bad, but like after that. Oh, but you're gonna be down in St. George. By the time Nerdtacular rolls around, it'll be warm. We hope. Fingers crossed. So Things HD, an extension of Things for the iPhone and the desktop. I'm a big user of Things. I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, Eric and I have had words about this because he thinks that the lack of push and the higher price makes it an inferior product to his favorite, which is To-Do. And while there's no To-Do application to compare this to directly on the uh, iPad yet, and I'm sure they're working on something, those guys. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm really, really, really liking the new version of Things on the iPad. I'm going to show the chat room. Just briefly here what this looks like. You guys can see it. Um, has a nice, has a regular old portrait mode and a nice landscape mode with all your options on the side. Essentially, they took the iPhone version and said, let's make this just like the desktop and the way it works. And that's what I got here is basically the desktop version uh, in, a, in a handheld. And using it, moving stuff around, assigning you know, to-dos to certain dates, scheduling them, doing the whole getting things done routine on here uh, is great. Synchronization through your computer is great, just like the phone version. Um, I love it. I'm totally taking this to a meeting tomorrow. 
uh, to whip this out and be Mr. Meeting Guy and take notes and get my to-dos done that way. Now you're going to be playing We Rule in the meeting. <laughs> uh, I probably will try to uh, open We Rule. I did that. Yeah. Do you see that one over the weekend? I was with my accountant. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw that in a meeting. Yeah, I was in there a meeting. Important, important, important information going on yeah, here. Big stuff happening in that meeting. So important that I, in fact, decided to uh, screw around a little bit. Um. Anyway, so you can see on the screen there some of the screenshots. Uh, those in the chat room watching at home. And I like it. Like it a lot. One major caveat is that it is pretty expensive. $19.99 for this. So if you buy the entire thing suite, the Mac version, desktop version is $49.99. The Things HD or what we're calling the iPad version is $19.99. And the iPhone version is $9.99. So pretty, you know, a hefty bunch of money to pay. No question. But I'm in love with their method and their interface and the way they do stuff to the point that that all doesn't sound like that much. It's a value proposition for me, and I feel like the value's there. Now, sure, would it be nice if they had push going already? Sure. Sure. Oh, you're doing the math? I'm saying how much you spent for the whole things package. How much? 80, 80 bucks? Yeah. Yeah. But think about it. What would you, okay. What would you, I'm thinking about it. What would you pay for something? I mean, you'll pay 80 bucks for something if you find it valuable, right? Yeah, but when it's something can, is doing it the same thing cheaper. But what if it's not? See, I don't think To Do does even close to the same thing. Oh, what? You haven't even given it a chance. I used, I I used To Do a ton. Mm-hmm. I remember, I switched to it for a while before they fixed the syncing issue on, uh, on, on things. And the minute they did that, problem solved. That's all I wanted. So I went back. I prefer it. I still prefer it. That's an elegant, better solution. It's like if Apple was interested in doing to-dos, this is how they would do it. They have, it has an elegance to it that is very Apple-esque. And I use things I before it. you use things. Dude, you are all sorts of things right now. Did you, did you <laughs> use it before I did? I can't remember. I did, remember? Okay. And what did you think of it then? I thought it was lacking as far as like the push thing is the biggest because like I'm a person who forgets things and to have something that pops up on my screen and lets me know that I have to do something that is key for me. So push is a big deal for you, a big enough deal to make this a deal breaker. Yes. For me, it's because, not. Because <clears throat> I'm not a person who like, let me see what I have on my to-do, to-do list today. See, no, and I do not. that constantly. I'm always looking at what I got to do. So, so what – what I obviously that there's going to be a bunch of people who are a lot like you who need to be reminded all the time, and for them this is probably not the package yet. If you're like me, and you just want a really elegant, simple way of doing things, but but you don't need reminding. You're always you know you're you're sort of taking charge of your life and looking at it all the time. <laughs> are you saying I'm in charge of my <laughs> life? Is that what you're saying? Then that then it's for you. My chair is moving all over the place for some reason. Hang on. Okay. Well, the thing is, somebody who sits in his house and doesn't really have to be anywhere anytime. I can see about? how things is uh, it's good for you. You're such a wiener. <laughs> I like things, and I think this version is great. I'm going to call it a little bit expensive, but I'm going to still give it a three and a half uh, star rating. And on the whole, the entire thing's sort of effort outside of price, I would give the whole thing like four and a half. I love it all. So, nuts to you. 
Uh, finally, what else? I was going to mention the Marvel Comics thing. I may not need to. Anyway, it's free. It's basically a storefront. And it'll let you buy a bunch of comics. Here's my only problem with this. It's a really cool way to get some comic books. But I need a bigger selection, and I need it outside of their normal capes and cowls kind of lineup. I need more than Spider-Man, X-Men, and freaking Fantastic Four, and the Hulk, and all that. That stuff's all fine, but what I want is, like, the Dark Tower series. I want to get some more of their independent stuff. I want to see some weirder, you know, graphic novel things I can't just, you know, find anywhere. underground stuff? Is that yeah, you're a little bit. I, and I think the $2 per comic price is okay, but I don't want all this vanilla stuff. You know, the Civil War thing that they did throughout the whole Marvel Universe was pretty neat. But I don't, I don't want all that again. I want something different. Cool interface, easy way to buy stuff, piece of cake. Lots of free samples, by the way. Big, full comics to read. Um, I've seen, uh, I saw your little demo of it, and I also saw some stuff on the web. I was pretty impressed with it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And the way you read is really cool. I like zooming in and grabbing stuff and... Um, you know, like going going from panel to panel is really handled in a really cool way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think they just need to... And this is all new, dude. I mean, the thing's been out a few days, so I, I'm not going to write it off as, ah, they haven't gone far enough to get us more stuff. And I know there's some additional stuff out there, like... like it's just going to take time. X Comics has theirs out. I need to check that out and see if that's any good. Um, but, yeah, on the whole, very impressed with what they could do. And hope they will do with uh, with Marvel. And I hope DC is listening and paying attention because those guys need to get on it. Where is my DC app? Because I'm a DC guy and I enjoy their stuff. And they do a lot of really cool independent stuff. And I'm hopeful that they'll come come around and be competitive. And I also like to see a little bit of com- competition in this space so we can keep the prices down. What I don't want to see is suddenly, you know, new release comics are five bucks or something, which is just bull. Don't do that. Scott Kurt said something really good on his site today. He said uh, he wanted to remind the comic book industry that, yes, this, the, the world for their comics and the technology at, at which people read comics is changing at an incredible rate, but that they, are not, they can't sit around and wait for it to happen. They have to be the ones that make it happen. Like Whatever that next step is for them, they have to be the ones to do it. If it's on this device and there's a chance to, to do some amazing stuff, they have to grab the chance. And I agree 100% with what he said. It's a brilliant point. I'm Scotty over there. All right, and I already mentioned the, uh, the BBC and NPR apps. Those are great. The NPR one, I cannot say enough about. I'm a huge NPR guy anyway, and it's awesome. Oh, did I mention Marvel Comics? I'm going to give it three stars with the potential to grow because I think it has lots of potential. Uh, and that's it. iPad reviews ahoy from me. There's plenty more. I got a bunch more, but we can't kill hours talking about this thing. We're already an hour as it is, and we're not even to Eric's review. So uh, that's that for that. Eric, let's talk about your reviews. I assume these are for iPad mini. Uh, yes, the iPad mini uh, is uh, what I'm doing my reviews on. The iPad let's, nano. Let's go back in time on this little device called the iPhone <laughs> slash iPod touch. Oh, I remember those days. It seems like yesterday. Like, just like yesterday. Yeah. Well, anyway, my first uh, application I'm reviewing, uh, I got recommended by Ralph. Ralph in our guild. Ralph in our guild. Love Ralph. Yes, I think he's in the chat room also. I think I saw him. Ralph's good people. He's older than us, too. It makes me feel good when I talk to Ralph. Yes. Um, 
Uh, so there he is. He's like, what? <laughs> uh, what? But? So anyway, it's called Angry Birds. Okay. I see they have a free version and a paid version. Yes, a light and a paid version. The mm. paid version is only 99 cents. Oh, Not look bad. at this. <clears throat> so anyway, it's a game where you are a bunch of angry birds. It's kind of a physics game where you, where you try to kill these pig-looking green things. Scott's like uh, showing the chat room there. Yep. The pictures. Look at that. Fancy. Huh? Um, so what fancy. you do is you have like a slingshot. And what you do is you take your bird and you flick him across. And it goes flying across the screen and he hits like there's like little obstacles like uh, glass blocks, wood blocks and stone blocks trying to kill these guys. If you hit him with the bird, you'll kill the guy. Or if they have a, a rock falls on him, he'll, he'll die also. Um, so it's basically, you know, uh, you know, you got to do the, the trajectory and uh, all that kind of stuff. Like, how far do you pull back on the slingshot? You know, the bird will go flying further. Um, but where it gets interesting is, is as you progress through the game, you get different types of birds. Mm. Like, the first red bird is just your run-of-the-mill, fling him, and he lands where he lands. Uh, the second one you get is these blue birds where he's a small little blur, uh, <laughs> small little bird. Yeah. But in, in air, when you, t- when you tap the screen, when he's in the air, he turns into three birds and then hits the, uh, hits the things like that. And then this yellow bird, which he does like kind of a, you tap on the screen when he's in the air and he does kind of like a, uh, kind of like a jet, like full throttle type of thing where he just goes super fast and does tons of damage and stuff like that. My favorite bird out of all of them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. As birds go, it's your favorite. So anyway, so so as you progress through the levels, and there's tons of levels. Like I think the first world is like over 130 levels or something like that. Mm. So great graphics. Uh, As you progress, the the things get harder. Like I like on the last one of the last ones I did. Like one of the pig things had a helmet on, so you actually had to do more damage to him to like to to kill him and stuff. But uh, the graphics, the sound, beautiful, very well done. It's uh, it gets addicting, and uh, I, I'd have to give it a a four out of five stars. That Angry sounds like, Birds sounds like it'd make a great iPad game. Uh, yeah, it would. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they're working on one. Could be. But uh, so it's pretty cool. Did you hear about I all the talk it. about dual joystick shooters on this thing? By the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh, like that game, the game I've been looking for for so long, Geometry Wars, is out on this device, and everyone's saying stay away from it because it's a beautiful rendition of the game, but that controlling dual joysticks is different on this thing than it is on the phone, and that they, somebody needs to work on calibration and just coming up with a better placement for thumb spots and all that, and that that will get better, but for now, to kind of steer clear of those. It's interesting that that's going around. And Ralph says there is an Angry Birds HD version out now. Well, there is. But no new content. Oh. Well, there you have it. How much is that one? Same price, I hope? Probably not. Uh, I don't know. Do you you have the Angry Birds up there? Is there an HD version on this? Well, let's take a look. $5. So they've they've gone that route. There you go. It's got four stars, though. So people like it. I want to maybe try Worms out. I hear Worms is good. Although Worms still isn't multiplayer the way it needs to be. Dummies. Ugh. That's pissed me off. Anyway. Oh, yeah. That, and Alex made a good point. Uh, Mini Gore on the H on the pad is, is supposed to be pretty good. Like, there's a dual joystick shooter, and they've done a better job at implementing that. So uh, we'll find out. 
Love me. What's free? Oh, eliminate? No. Will not play it. <laughs> eliminate. Uh, all right, Eric. Sorry. What uh, What else you got for us? Uh, what do I have? What's going on? Uh, holo yeah. snaps. Sounds like something to eat. Big bag of holo snaps. Wow, I can't click on anything on iTunes. That is so weird. What? I'm trying to click on the uh, Angry Birds HD to see if this what the screenshots look like. Oh, there we go. And it looks about the same. <laughs> yeah. So what's Holo Snaps? All right. So I, I I looked up. I saw this application. I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. What it is is uh, it. You know those uh, what are they called? Those holographic images where you when you tilt the the object, you kind of see a three D. Uh, uh, the thing rotating. Um, what's it called? What are they called? Transticular? What is it? Tristicular? What are those called? Anybody? Testicular? What? Not testicular. But I can have a, like a fancy tech name. Uh, anyway, this is what this app is supposed to do. You take three shots, and then once the shots are in there, um, you um, <laughs> I saw that. Don't watch my video. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what you do is so like you take like pretty much what you do is you take a left angle shot, you take a straight on shot, and then you take a right angle shot. And then it combines it, and then when you when you rotate your phone, it kind of fades to each picture. Okay. So it's kind of like doing a uh, like a a faux three uh, D uh, hologram type of thing, uh, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste your money. I've tried to do many different things with it, and it just it's 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 not it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Look at you I throwing that, a dollar into the sky for the yeah, good of the show. It's it even tries like does a little rainbow reflection thing when you're doing it, trying to you know, and it's it's just it's not working. Mm. I gave it like a two out of five. Don't oh, waste your money. Not good. Dang, so, that's about what people are giving it in the the uh, iTunes. It's at about two and a half right now. Yeah. So that seems a little even high compared, you know, based on what you said. Well, there's this kind of cute girl on it. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't come with the app. Oh. Ah, <laughs> uh, when do they ever? Okay. Very nice. Was oh, that the only two you had? That's the only two I had. It's yeah. Pro- probably smart yeah. considering uh, how. <laughs> we're like you. <laughs> how long we're going and how much crap I talked about. Welcome well, to the Scott Johnson iPad episode. Okay, look, we normally would do a whole bunch of voicemails. Hi, Eric. <laughs> we would normally do a bunch of voicemails at this point and uh, also emails, but we are skipping those this week in uh, favor of time. We will not throw any of those away that we've gotten during the week. We'll definitely keep those for next week. We'd also like to collect a few iPad thoughts so we can have those for the next show. And the reason you're getting a show early this week is I'm leaving town for a few days and uh, be grateful it's early, not late. Um, I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm pointing at the camera. You people watching now. Uh, so that'll be good. Where was I? What was I saying? Okay, so we'll hold off on vo- voicemails and emails till next week. Um, lots more to do on the iPad during the week for me to, to even come close. to talk. To, I just want things to kind of settle down and get to a place where you and I can go, okay, phew, 
here's the few iPad things, here's a couple of iPhone things, and just have this nicely spread out. It was easy with the, I, with the iPod because it's the freaking same form factor as the phone. But now we got this whole new thing, and it's starting to become clear to me that we're going to have to, I don't know what we're going to have to do. It's clear to me something has to be done to properly segment the market. I mean, I feel like I'm Apple in a way because Apple has had to do um, interesting things with the store. So, for example, if you go to the store and you're looking at the App Store, the very first thing that comes up is an option to view iPhone or iPads. You can click iPhone and it shows you just iPhone stuff. And if you click iPad, it shows you just iPad stuff. Well... Then you have, it used to be, they, they actually just implemented that in the last day or so. Because before that, ever since the weekend, they had those options down in the category. So if I wanted to see top paid apps, I could toggle on iPhone or iPod there. And that's how you do it there. So they're, they're already kind of simplifying this, trying to make it easier for people. I mean, you and I are going to be in the same boat, talking about what's coming out and what's happening and what we're reviewing and everything else. So we're going to have to figure out a way. Uh, to sort of do all that, and um, I guess I'm—I guess we're up to the challenge. But we're just letting you know that you know maybe we'll see some changes coming to App Slappy a little bit. Uh, as yeah, t- as you time know, I see. We're going to go broke in the future. Man. Oh my gosh, dude! iPad—the iPad alone is going to murder me. I don't know how That's I'm going to do saying. it. Bananas, banana time. Bananas. All right, uh, that about does it for us this week at an hour and twelve minutes. Oh, also, by the way, I wanted to say yeah. that the uh, the the. Now the melodica, <laughs> yeah, melodica, yeah, melodica uh-huh. uh, contest is still going on. I'm going to probably have to do the cutoff on Thursday. Oh, okay, this, so we can this have week. have the song by uh, for next show. Okay, cool. So uh, keep sending those codes in, people. Yeah, code away, code ahoy. Uh, visit us on the site, by the way. This is where the show notes will be for this episode, as well as all the others, links to the uh, forums. Lots of good conversations happening in the forums, so go check those out, out at appslappy.com. Email us at appslappy at gmail.com. That's the address to send your audio questions, comments, and thoughts, and your written stuff is fine, too. We love the audio stuff, though. That's appslappy at gmail.com. Follow sh- the show on Twitter, twitter.com slash, slash, uh, slash appslappyshow. And you can follow Eric and I individually. Eric is at uh, Hakito on Twitter, and I am Extra Life on Twitter. So check those out. Another big thanks goes out to uh, GoDaddy for sponsoring the show. If you use the code FROG1 next time you buy a domain or do any renewals, that's going to save you money. It's like 7 bucks to 10 bucks is the difference. And it's well, totally what worth it. What happened to App1 and app Oh, what did I say? App1? What did I say? Frog1? Frog oh, sorry. Those are for the other shows that don't have their own. Sorry. App1. Actually, either one works. It doesn't matter. It's the same. But App One is the one you should use for this show, and that way we know where it came from. Uh, and that's for any domains or any renewals. Uh, and use it now and use it often. So there's that. So thanks, everybody. Looking forward yeah, to thanks for hanging out with us. A whole new world of apps with this whole new app thing happening on the iPad. Very exciting, I think. On the whole, very positive. I mean, how are you? I know you don't have it, but how are you feeling about it all? I can't wait till I hit it. All right. I'll keep bugging you then until you do. Keep giving you a hard time. That's my role. Well, I'll have mine, you know, when I'll be out and about and I can do things out and about and I have a real GPS chip in mine and la, la, la. Oh, and also, quickly, uh, chat room. Two things. We are working on an app slappy app. Yes. And that's coming. Um, I'm working on all kinds of crap with that, but there's nothing to sort of 
mentioned just yet. And that'll be very rich experience. It won't just be the website. It'll be like play the shows live or play the show streaming and all that kind of stuff right over your, right over your phone or your iPad. But uh, what I wanted to say was, what was I going to say? Oh, this whole thing with the chat room. So we are going to stream this show live every week. Normally it's Tuesday nights at 7, no, no, I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Pacific. That's 11 p.m. Eastern time, Eric's time is when we start recording. Once in a while, we'll switch around like today. We had to do it early because I'm leaving town. But normally, that'll be every Tuesday night. So mark that on your calendar. I'm also working on an announcement system. So Frog Pants shows are easy to know when new stuff's coming up and when to be there live and when it won't be live and everything else. But I'm not there yet, so I'm working on that. Um, I think that's it. Anything else, Eric, you want to say? Uh, no. <laughs> you always ask me, and I have nothing to say. Brilliant. All right. Brilliant. Well, <laughs> that's going to do it for us then, for me, for Eric, and for everybody who helped makes this show possible. Thank you so much. Thank you, chat room. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Later. Later. <laughs>Thank you for listening to App Slappy. For more great iPhone, iPod, and App Store coverage and archives of this show, visit AppSlappy.com. Pringles will give you the runny butt. Okay. about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.